What have we here? Good day, Galaxy. I am Commander Cody, riding solo for this particular episode. Wanted to pop in and give you guys something really interesting to listen to, something that we haven't really posted on our feed before. It's not usually our style, but I thought it would fit. So for anyone that hasn't seen on social media, I was actually gone for eight days in uh, Los Angeles. I was attending Podcast Movement, which is the biggest podcast conference that there is pretty much. I was actually there for my podcast business, but I did end up repping Rogue Squadron, you know, as the uh, situation allowed. And while I was, I got into this conversation with some guy at one of the after parties at the bar um, who was wearing a Fallout shirt. We started talking and I was like, oh shit, Fallout, oh my God. And then we started having drinks. And then he introduced me to the rest of his guys. And it turns out there's this uh, crew and their podcast is The Lost Signals. And they have like the same interests as us, same sense of humor. So we were, you know, we were pretty much hanging out the entire conference talking about Star Wars and Thrones and and all that good stuff. But we, so we did an episode together on the, uh, on the conference floor one of the days while we were there. So since I was gone, Mopar and I weren't able to link up and record a full episode, but I didn't want to leave you guys hanging for a week. So I thought it'd be cool for me to post my conversation with the guys from The Lost Signals live at Podcast Movement in uh, in Anaheim. So hope you enjoy. We will be back for next week. Mopar and I will be linking up to do our traditional madness over Skype with beer and the usual. So everything that you're, uh, that you're used to hearing, you're, you're going to get it next week. So hopefully this tides you over and uh, enjoy. Here's the my, my conversation with the guys from The Lost Signals. Hey everybody, how you doing? This is uh, Steve-O here. I'm here with uh, two other members of the Lost Signals. Scott Thurlow. Hey there. And Jonathan Iamanzer over behind the camera. Yes, I'm invisible right now. <laughs> and uh, we're joined today by uh, Cody Boyce. What up? Uh, mastermind behind Podcast Masters. Don't make it too much more than it is. Um, <laughs> First of his name, etc. Well, Cody has an amazing business card, by the way. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into later. it a little bit more later, probably. Yeah, um, steve But for the time being... Uh, you basically own your own company doing uh, sound editing for a bunch of other podcasts, correct? Yeah, yeah just podcast production, uh, floor to ceiling, notes, artwork, everything. Very the whole nice. package. And, yeah, whole package. And you also do a, your own podcast yeah. about Star Wars, correct? Yes, Rogue Squadron podcast. Shout out to my co-host Mopar, Craft Beer, and Star Wars literally the description. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> Excellent. That's um, all it is. And, and we're definitely going to get a little bit into Star Wars in a little bit. Yes, yeah, for uh, sure. So, uh, basically, we just wanted to have you on. We met you yesterday and had some good conversation. Quite inebriated. Yeah. At the oh, rooftop yeah. party. At the Shout out to um, names again. Sorry, one more Scott, time. Scott. Scott. Steve. Steve. Uh, Ian. Ian. Uh, Scott, Steve, and Ian. Okay, so Scott wearing a fallout shirt or else I may <laughs> we never yeah, have, we might not have never met. met yeah exactly yeah yeah. so good choice in, uh, in tea uh, but uh visual could yeah. be, as, as I've always said on our show video games bring everyone together it's very true always absolutely go on sir uh, so anyway I kind of want to just this is a kind of a little bit of a different uh, format than we usually have for interviews we got more people in so I want to open it up a little bit more than we usually do um, I know 
We're going to definitely talk about Star Wars. Uh, We're just going to nerd out is for there, a bit. Is there anything about your company that you want to talk about briefly before we before we get started? Give yourself a little shout out, you know, put yourself out there a little bit. Uh, nothing too major, man. This is uh, our first podcast movement. Yeah. Um, my guy Hayden is here from England, so it's been a really you know fun time to meet him in person for the first time. It's been a year and a half of working together. We finally just met. Uh, that's been good. Podcast movement's been great. Um, there's some fishy info going around, but uh, <laughs> Rob Walsh from Libsyn kind of like laid the smack down on everybody like in his last session. So that was really good to hear. Nice. Uh, company wise, nothing much. I don't, I don't talk about it too much, man. Right. We just, you know, we love podcasts. We do editing and audio production and just fair enough. Grateful, well, grateful that we have the chance to do it full time. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's move on then. Uh, so are there any questions that either of you two have before we move on? Well, you're a star Wars person. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> As you can see by the shirt. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see it on the thing. Yep. Shows the worst way to do that. <laughs> what What was the initial work that drew you in? Or that uh, made you love Star Wars? Yeah, good question. So we're younger. We couldn't see the originals in theaters, obviously. Um, I think I remember seeing the special edition of episode four in 70 or in 97. <laughs> um, I don't remember it too much. The surprising thing that got me into it is actually Legos. Like I was into Legos yeah, anyways. I can see that. So Phantom Menace came out and all the actual, like the first Star Wars Lego sets started to come out. Uh, like Darth Maul's Sith Infiltrator I had and Anakin's nice. Pod Racer. Nice. And I saw episode one in theaters. I think that was the thing that really kicked it off. And we were talking about this on the last episode of Rogue Squadron that we never even saw episode two in theaters. Like, my co-host Mopar like doesn't remember seeing episode one in theaters at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like a kind of a slow start. And then once by the time Revenge of the Sith came out, we were just, you know, fucking yeah. obsessed. So it's funny you mentioned the um, prequels. How, so how old are you? I don't think we talked about this. 28? Okay. Yeah. So like I'm 33 and like I was in high school when the when the prequels started coming out. Okay, yeah. So it's like a little bit of a different, like I know kids loved that shit back yeah. in the day. So like you were a little bit younger than what, like it's Wasn't not like between fifth and sixth grade, it's not that big of a gap, but it could be significant. Go but on. that, but that's sure. that's the whole huge thing. It's like that small age gap. Yeah, really got you into Star Wars. Whereas, yeah. like Star Wars to me was four, five, and six. Of course, when, when they not when they came on out, VH, but like, when you those are the ones that I say. I watched. Yeah, I watched uh, New Hope on VHS. I think I still have a copy. But nice. that's <laughs> nice. Well, how are we come from? Go on. Yeah, but I, I just think that's interesting, and like that got you into the whole thing. So like now we're gonna definitely. I know you definitely want to talk about Force Awakens. <laughs> Which we, we got into a long conversation yeah, about that well, last yeah. night. And, Force um, Awakens Part 2, the conversation <laughs> begins. Go. But on, no, but on the prequels thing, though, like what you said about being younger and that's what got me into it, old fans tend to forget that they were kids and got into Star Wars yeah, in the yeah, first that's place. True. That's exactly. absolutely true. Like, and now they won't let go of those, you know what I mean? It's like a big, it's a hot topic in like the Star Wars community right now. It's hard to get away from. That is true. And, and like, so myself, I'll, I'll just be forthright with you. I did not like the prequels. I, it's okay. I was, not a, I was not a huge fan of them. But That's fine. Uh, I think there's something to be said for that, for, you know, the reason that a lot of kids got it. I remember going to McDonald's around when they were coming out, and yeah. they were all over the damn it's place, with toys everywhere, yep. stuff like that. It was all over there, all our marketing. So that gets, you know, any way you can get kids into Star Wars is, is a good I thing, think so. I think. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, like, what, what kind of, so... We had a long conversation, and I want you, I want to let you present it, kind of, because you we were talking about why... I remember bits Force, and pieces. Same here. I don't know. I couldn't I'll, recount I'll rehash, it. I'll rehash slightly for you. <laughs> Steve will let you take it away. more than either of us. <laughs> We're talking about why Force Awakens to is you the best Star Wars movie. is better than the, any of the original three. 
which I also disagree with, but I'm really interested to hear, now that I'll, I'll probably be able to remember the entire conversation, yeah. I'm really interested to hear what you, like all of your, uh, all the reason for that. In, all right, so in the summary of it is, as we advance through time, we get better at almost everything. Okay. Sure. So Agreed. 40 years later, we can make a hell of a lot better movie than we could make in 77. So if you, if you tie like, you know, the quality of the movie mm-hmm. with, I think, the gap between prequels and sequel trilogy, they waited a long time. They got the right people together. Disney's behind the helm now. It was like the biggest pop culture thing ever. I think they waited. They did a lot of things right. The movie itself is really good. And I think as far as Star Wars goes, like the only complaint that people can really make is that it models A New Hope, mm-hmm. which I understand the complaint. Um, and the rebuttal to that, which I know we got into last night, is like, so original trilogy comes out, everyone loves Star Wars, it's the biggest thing ever. Prequel trilogy comes out, everyone bitches and complains. So when Disney buys it, they go back and model what everyone loves, and now it's a repeat, and now they're pissed about that too. So you can't make anyone happy. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. You, won't, you can never please the Star Wars yeah, fans. Ever. Exactly. We actually had this, uh, this part also last night, which uh, I initially had a problem with The Force Awakens because of that rehashing. Right. Uh, except that now that I'm learning about like uh, mythology and Joseph Campbell, I, I realize that it's, of course, it's a, it can't be anything but right. a cyclical a, uh, yeah, journey. A cyclical, sure. Like, yeah. You don't argue that Hercules is the same from one generation <laughs> to the next. They're the same tales. This, this, this classic tale being told. It's too many yeah, so I, I, I have forgiven a lot of my initial uh, kind of it's become less qualms. abrasive about yeah. it, so it's so, yeah, yeah. it qualms with it. So I, I, I'm I'm much happier with it now. That's a good point. Yeah, and I've, yeah. I've heard people consider it like a, a soft reboot. Mm-hmm. So it's sure. not. It is Episode Seven, but it's not so much a sequel as like a a pseudo reboot of the franchise, which makes right. sense. I'm actually I'm interested to see where they go with the next movie because you can't just remake Empire. You know, like no. that has to go to a different well, it's place. It's not going to be like that. And it has to. Like they they have to come to a different ending. So at this point, you right. need to kind of break away. It seems like it should have from right. the from the model. But thematically, it should remain the same. However, though you can't touch plot point for plot point because it's diverged so much. It, it still should capture that like spirit that Empire had. Yes, yeah. I agree. And yeah. it, based on the least of trailer that I've seen, like this is my joke. Of course, uh, I believe uh, Mark Hamill, Luke says. Well, one truth I know, it's time for the Jedi to end. I think he says that in the trailer. <laughs> yep. And I always say, like, yeah, it's time for the Star Wars to end. Like, humorously, but, <laughs> but like, I see what you mean. And yeah, yeah, going off of the bits and pieces that I do recollect from our conversation last night. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> what I do remember is yeah. that, yes, Force Awakens, I believe, check out our review of it, by the way, which we did when it came out like last year. Yeah. I think, what did we give it? Did we give it like a seven or an eight we or gave something it a pretty like good that? Score. It, was a, it was a seven, probably. And I can't remember what we gave zeros to, but I probably gave like intro a zero because, because of the, the fact that, yeah, I was like, oh, it's the same fucking movie as New Hope. But th- as you said, Cody, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. Is that like a. <clears throat> know a mark against it i don't necessarily think so it's just that yeah my uh cynical assessment of it yeah is something like that so it's similar to what he just said i, I sort of like have stepped back from hating on it all like as much as i did uh, yeah uh, initially yeah i mean it's a debate that doesn't have an end because as soon as you say that it, it should follow the same kind of narrative and trajectory like you were saying with myth and story that's one way to look at it in another sense a lot of star wars fans are just waiting for something new to happen like you need to continue the story 
Sure. By continuing it, it needs to change. You know what I mean? I guess yeah. the question like, I would ask Star Neither Wars is fans, wrong. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to ask you, and all Star Wars in general. What fucking movie do you want them to make? What do you want them to do? That's what I've been saying <laughs> since December 2015. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. tell you, I'll tell you this. Uh, no movie studio should ever ask that. It's fine for you to ask that question, but yeah. letting the fans make the movie is always I a terrible understand idea. That. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's uh, a hypothetical me, thing. But J.J. Abrams is the fan. And he's making the movie. He's supposed, he to, be the, the movie, he's supposed yeah. to be their avatar that's making the film, and they didn't even like that one, though. Like, like, like that less, at least. Of course. Good. He, he's just, all he has is his mystery box. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think one thing that I try to remember as a fan uh, and enjoying shit is that the, the, the bitter people talk the loudest. Uh-huh. So it seems like you know half the fan base is pissed, but I don't think it really is. I sure. think it's a very small they minority. The most, they get the most yes. always. And, sure. and every now and Star Wars just across the board, like the yeah. people that are the most pissed just shout the loudest, and you, it, it makes them appear like they're a lot bigger than they actually are. Yeah, no, I mean that's definitely valid to I, a large extent. I know that I liked uh, Force Awakens better than you guys did, which is to say that I really loved it, and you guys had your qualms. With I thought it. it was fine at um, the end of the day, but. I think that I think that it was I think it was I think it was a well done movie I think it was a lot of fun and the biggest thing for me was when I watched it is that I felt the same way I felt when I watched the uh, A New Hope yeah, originally yeah. when I was yeah. a kid I knew you were gonna and, say that and, and, and you and said like, that's on, huge for yeah, me that's you, that's sorry. enormous that's a big thing I think well that's kind of the the whole point of it you know yeah yeah exactly. back to the thing is like the the older fans want to feel that feeling again and but they tried to give them the, in in the exact same way and it's mm-hmm. just not good enough you know yeah. I but, do, but the thing is, I do think they were successful at doing that. It's just depending, like, again, your nostalgia factor or not. Like, if you were, like you said, if you were younger and had just seen Force Awakens yeah. and had no, like, baggage, as I probably said last night, going, yeah. coming into it, it probably was fucking amazing. Yeah. Because of that very, na- because of the fact of the nature, they, the way they did it. Yeah, man. That's one of the, of the phrases that I do remember from the cloud of last night is the nostalgia factor. It's yeah. like, you, you kind of have to put it aside when you're rating or reviewing a movie. But you almost can't ever put it aside because it's yeah. it's the last on to you. It's like sure, a symbiote. You can't. I mean, it's nostalgic for a reason. <laughs> yeah. but I want to get into this, which we may have again gotten into, but I like to do it right now. You're wearing a Rogue, a Rogue One uh, shirt. I am. Rogue One. The, the, you just said the same phrase that you said on the Force Awakens review. I, I felt like being a kid again watching the Star Wars movie. Uh-huh. I didn't feel that way with Rogue One. I was like, this is a fucking awesome war movie that happens to be in a Star Wars universe. Yeah. And that's why I really enjoyed it. It was hardcore. They were literally on a suicide mission. Yeah. And the thing is, like, as spoilers, Scott. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a Star Wars fan and haven't seen any of this stuff. And even if you're not, that. too bad. It's been a while, it's been enough time. But all I'm saying is like that's why I enjoyed it because I like it could have been just a great war film. Yeah. But it features you know characters and the so if, if nothing else, I will give them all the credit in the world for having great world building and that was really like impressive to me about Rogue One. Like all the places they went to and they had that little scene like almost like an insurgent scene on like whatever planet it was when yeah they were they were like basically an IED attack happened more yeah. or less. Yeah. And yeah. I was like that's pretty ballsy impressive to. Include yeah in 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 this franchise, which is if not lighthearted, just less you know they don't delve into that stuff that subject matter all that often. What's up? You're aching to say something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna say one thing. I I wasn't on our uh, Rogue One. Uh, yes, he was not there for the original review either. I, I I I'm gonna give my score now. Four out of ten. <laughs> So uh, I, I despised Rogue One, and not for the reasons that, like, I, I don't I don't hate them for trying to challenge themselves. Right. I think the fact is they tried to balance both the nostalgic factor 
by introducing random characters that happen to be in other movies. Yeah. And I guess. also something new. And I think it satisfied no one. It satisfied uh, me. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it satisfied the grumpy fanboys that love the original trilogy only. You know what I mean? Because it's it got a lot of original trilogy stuff mm-hmm. in a new format. They did you throw know? a lot of stuff there in there. There were a lot there. of references. Oh, I know that. It's yeah. an X-Wing again. You remember you that? Like, I believe they almost said, like, someone, I think the Droid in Rogue One says, I have a bad feeling. And, like, they cut him off. They're like, shut up. Like, no, I, 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 I thought that was great. Yeah, See, I, I enjoyed that, too. That's, that's like, like, the perfect way to bring in references from the original. Yeah, it's like, hey, remember this, but we're going to subvert it a little bit. But then those two fuckers from the cantina bumped into yep. them when they were on Jedi. Yeah. Like, that was embarrassing to see. <laughs> that was terrible. And sure, 3- so it's sort of like a down, you're saying. Yes, and 3PO and R2 were in there. I thought that was terrible, too. Forrest yeah. Whitaker commits suicide and for no reason. <laughs> for no real reason. <laughs> that's, that's true. That yeah, is that's true. true. That didn't bother me all that much, I suppose. I mean, it's humorous that you mentioned that, and I don't disagree with it necessarily. For, Forrest Whitaker's character uh, was almost entirely pointless, though, in that, in that movie. You know, like, all I'm saying is... But did you guys watch Rebels? I did I not. Now. So this is one of the very small instances where the studio has taken fan... Not fan opinion, but fan uh, input, I guess. Like watching what the fans are into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was not a big character, but he was in Clone Wars and Rebels, and now they made him into a live action character, which is kind of cool to see that stuff come to life. Did you like Clone Wars? I did, but both of those shows, I have to skip around. Both of those shows, like, I I look at what the the story arcs are going to be, and when, like, Jar Jar Banks is going on a mission with Mace Windu. I'm gonna skip like, that like, one, okay. and let's get back to Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to Ahsoka being a badass. Let's get back sure. to, like the the best thing about it is that it gave Anakin's fall to the dark side a lot more weight. Right. I which, mean that's what I heard. Yeah. Well. That's why I'm asking you because I yeah. didn't see that, but I like I heard very good things from so hard, more hardcore Star Wars fans than yeah. me. And just in general, like, hey, Clone Wars is really yeah. fucking good. You yeah. should check it out. And as Commander Cody, I mean, I can't complain about seeing Rex and Commander Cody. Like, <laughs> yeah. F, yeah. F, F around. There yeah, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> but no, I'm saying that. All right, go ahead, e. Sorry, I quick. actually have a question for you. Yeah. So since we're kind of on the topic of the enhanced universe. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I mostly know Star Wars from the films. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some of the video games, too. What is your favorite work outside of... Uh, Ancillary stuff, kind of? Yeah, uh, like supplemental uh, Either KOTOR or Darth Bane. Kotor itself, the acronym is Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. So either that or Darth Bane, which are both set in the Old Republic, and um, Revan, who's the main character in Knights of the Old Republic, makes a like subtle cameo in the Darth Bane novel as well. So like those are probably my two favorite characters in and Star Wars. I and do. now they're not canon, and everyone's pissed. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> all that, all that I mean, fun stuff. That's, for a long time, that was a go-to answer. Knights of the Old Republic is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Everyone always says that. Yeah. I mean, for a reason, for sure. Yeah. But good, I, that's a good question because I don't. We don't normally ask the those. Again, more hardcore fans. Yeah. We mostly stick to the original or to the films at least. Yes. The, the, yeah. the source material. We'll yeah. Say. Well, so and we talked about so like how we got started and when we got obsessed. But like right before Revenge of the Sith is when Kotor was out, and that's yeah, like when what said. really got us obsessed with Star Wars. Fair enough. Yeah. And n- had nothing to do with the originals. You know what I mean? Obviously, same similar setting. Weapons and stuff like that, but it no characters from the original at all. Yeah, to be yeah. sure. So, so when you, um, I guess I'm gonna take it, still on topic, but slightly to a different place here. Good. When you're podcasting, yeah. Like, what's the kind of format of your podcast? You no. talk. Do you kind of do the same thing that we're doing right now, or pretty much? Yeah. yeah. So what what happened was we, so it, it'll be four years in January, mm-hmm. and we started off kind of slow and like sporadic, and then built up from there, and we've gone through a bunch of different like trials 
like we'll try to structure it. We'll try to do like a new segment. It mm. Doesn't fucking work for the way that we, you know, interact yeah. and the way we, yeah. like mm. our fans want want, yeah. want to hear us. And now it's literally like we usually do our beer review like towards the beginning of the episode, and that's like literally the only format that we have. Okay. <laughs> it's like let's talk, like welcome. It's fucking cold outside. Let's get into this <laughs> beer, and then we go on like to the main topics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, for sure. Nice. Uh, so in that. Going off of that, what kind of beers do you guys like? <laughs> uh, like type of beer or breweries? Both. Both. Yeah. So Start I'm a big. Talk about yeah. both. I'm a big <laughs> IPA fan. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah so everyone, everyone knows that craft beer is on the rise right now. Uh-huh. Like Columbus. So we're from Columbus. I don't think I mentioned that, but um, it's gone from like six breweries to like thirty in the past, like five to ten years, something like that. I can't yep. remember the stat, but so we're obsessed with craft beer. Um, experimentation and stuff like that yeah. i think uh in terms of type of beer ipa is probably my favorite um i love the bitterness i love the hops and then probably it's like mainly ipas yeah you know i'm kind of across the board but i always i always end up falling back to that any big breweries out there that you uh want to rep some really good ones but most of them aren't distributed outside of ohio yet which sucks you know yeah. uh, columbus brewing company is like one of the older ones uh-huh. i think they are the columbus ipa is like really fantastic right. um, but a lot of the smaller stuff that we like to go to um, we actually we did an event for the premiere of Rogue One, and we yeah, we really uh, went into a brewery and we like co-brewed a beer with actual brewing company. That's awesome. That's I say badass. co-brewed, but like we pretty much like had an idea and like they did it. Like yeah. they made the recipe. Yeah, like, They're hey, all scientific. Do this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But it was like co-sponsored, and we called it Rouge One. It was a red IPA. <laughs> That's, That's an amazing. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And I like reds as well. And the thing is, I was gonna, speaking of IPAs. Yeah. It seems as if like <sighs> this seems like a backhand comment. Harsher than I meant mean it to be. Like, yeah. It's the hipster. It's like the new in beer. So like if many craft breweries are making yes. at least one, if not more, yes. one style of it. Yes. And so that's why you can find them everywhere now. And luckily, yes, I do enjoy that style right. of beer. Yeah. Right. But I'm just curious. I'm interested to see like if that like, I don't know, like curve goes away. If something else rises to take its place and as yeah. style, like, like I don't like uh, wheat beers all that much. Right. If that becomes popular, I'm going to hate it because every bar is going to be having wheat beer, and I'm going to be like, fuck. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't even know where the craze came from. Yeah, I mean, like, can anyone explain it? <laughs> My guess would be, so, like, for a while, all we had was, like, the staple beers of <clears> America, <throat> like Bud, Miller, and Pabst, and shit like that. And those were all Pilsners. So maybe once the craft beer craze took off, we kind of, like, needed a flagship type of brew and it just became IPAs. Like, that, that, yeah, you know what I mean? Like everyone me. has an IPA. Yeah. If, you, if you're a brewery without an IPA, you're not a brewery, you know, pretty yeah. much. I mean, I would guess that uh, IPAs are just kind of... They're, are they easy know, to brew? They're easy drinking beers. Sometimes. Uh, or, yeah, well, when you get into like the higher the higher hop levels and stuff or like that. Or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or whatever, what have you. Yeah. They kind of become a, spe- a more specialized beer, but right. like you have your... Founders All Day IPA yeah. or any session beer, yeah. and you can make a good session IPA. It's easy to make, and you can drink it all right. day. Right. You know. Yeah. That's um, why it's literally called with, All Day. With a wheat literally. beer, you're gonna have that taste like mm-hmm. all the time. Like mm-hmm. you know what you're getting into when you get a stout. Not everybody likes those. Like I right. think IPAs probably just have like a wide. I guess appeal. they have a broad appeal. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And I can agree and see that for sure. I know yeah, there's definitely sure. people that don't like them, but yeah, yeah, a lot of it's too bitter, and for them, I, I revert back to just a pale ale. Yeah, which exactly. is just you know Agreed. a milder, milder or go taste drink profile, of like it. a lager or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. we got off into a beer tangent. Speaking there, of, I mean, speaking of beer, I haven't had beer for a while. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to cut down a little bit. Yeah. So I have been drinking beer. I've been having like 
gin and soda and like vodka and soda and stuff like that. And I am like craving it so bad right now. <laughs> I think if there's any uh, time to let yourself do it, it's here at Podcast Well, Movement, so. yeah, so I'm meeting up with some of the fans of uh, the show on Saturday and we're going nice. to like mess around and have some beers and then watch the fight. So couple beers, a nice. couple laughs. I'm having beers then and go it's going to be so beer. worth the wait. There you I think. go. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. That's cool. not a bad thing. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any other topics that you want to get onto or talk about? I could talk about this forever, but we talk should, about whatever. Yeah. yeah, we should probably. Uh, yeah, keep I think the episode shorter. We'll, I think we're all going to try and go get some food. Yeah, yeah I that's haven't true. Tony and I and all signals and him are going to go party at the convention after this. I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm also balancing this phone on what Your looks arm like killing two um, sh- uh, shoe boxes. As always, <laughs> as always, we're top-notch professionals here for all signals and uh, our video yeah, will show. We'll reflect that. Yeah, don't move. I got to. I got to. We'll get a picture. We'll get a picture. I gotta do. As this. we get a quick pick of it, yeah. Well, we. I mean, we could go about on about, about Star Wars forever, you know. Like, yeah, um, for sure. Is there anything actually, else? Yeah, we can do a crossover episode. Uh, yeah. This is this is our Star Wars crossing over with with your uh, <laughs> with your podcast. <laughs> our special. We just. I mean, we just cuss at each other really most of the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> we get into arguments too. So, like about different characters. Um, right. I'm a big fan of Count Dooku. People that only watch the movies really don't know much about he's him, but right. he's like he's a motherfucking badass. <laughs> People don't really get that, right. um, so and my co-host doesn't really like him that much. <laughs> so, yeah. like, there's like that's one example of stuff that we just like banter back and forth about uh-huh. like, endlessly. Nice. Yeah, that's what well, you do when you're a nerd. And exactly. that's what we're doing. Exactly. Right now. Shit, man. Yeah. Give me your opinion as a fan of the original, uh, not the original, uh, the uh, the prequels. Jar Jar Binks. What do you say? What's your take on? I get it, but too much screen time. I mean, if you go at, if you go back and watch the originals and aren't completely annoyed with C three PO, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, unless you're a kid, obviously, but like it's the same <laughs> sure. kind of thing. It, it just went a little it too is far. That. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that a Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord? Man, I don't know, dude. <laughs> the first time we had we had a, a new buddy on the show, it was like actually Brought one of our up. one of our most uh, downloaded episodes because it's hilarious. But <laughs> episode forty nine, maybe. Um, anyways, he was hell bent on that theory. And this was <laughs> still before Force Awakens, Awakens came out. Yeah. So he was just like banking on Kylo Ren to be Jar Jar Binks. It's like, no way. Um, <laughs> well, clearly they weren't going to do that, but yeah. Of course not. <laughs> I, I, so I watched one of the videos that explains how like that was Lucas's intention for a while. And then it backfired because everyone hated Jar Jar. So he went, went and like, that's why Count Dooku's in two. And we don't really know about him beforehand because <laughs> they needed to replace <laughs> that like, Sith Lord. There's some merit there, but I don't know, man. That's, that's I, a far fucking stretch. You know, it, yeah, it, it, it's is, a stretch. it is quite a stretch. I just love that. I, I I found that one day on the internet, like wherever, somewhere on Facebook or something, and yeah. and I just loved reading through the, the entire thing. It took of me like you know half an hour thing. to read that entire. Yeah, sure. huge it was lengthy, long, man. Yeah, and there's so many <laughs> good things, that, like good. For lack of a better term, yeah, valid it, points. Yes, connections it, is yes. probably a good connecting some. It was like a coincidence. It was like a Glenn Beck board. He's like, but, here you see, and then boom, yeah. <laughs> and that's what's happening right now with Thrones. Obviously, we're in the middle of yep. season seven. Yeah. We got one episode left. Um, all that shit's happening too. For oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Are you guys Definitely. all caught up? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure. It always will, of course. Like it, it just in general, like any we're doing pop culture, so we talk about. It. So of course, if you're a, a diehard fan, you can't help but theorize. I think it's like you can't escape doing that yeah. to any property. I wonder how. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I wonder how like uh, comic book fans feel about the movies because you can't really speculate. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like right. you, this is Batman's story. Here's Batman again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, part about Game of Thrones is that the people have been following Game of Thrones for decades. Yeah. 
and they have been coming up with complex plots yeah. that they think are going to go. And now all of those plots are collapsing around, uh, <laughs> down around them, yeah. and they're raging. Yeah. At, uh, yeah, basically, the, the sentence was something like, oh, my theory was wrong, and now the show sucks because yes. they didn't do my theory. Because like, for 30 years, I've been positing this the uh, theory. And <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. so like, tied to this, but yeah. Same really people that, that hate Force Awakens, you know what I mean? Sure, go. yeah. For the sake of hating it. Yeah, it's all, um, it's all yeah. sort of on the same banner. Yeah, well, and I was going to say, when you're when the author takes 10 years to get a book out, you can't help but just, you know, churn out fan theory yeah. after fan right. theory. You're writing them in your mind anyway. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, we if we start talking about Game of Thrones right now, it's going to be a rabbit hole that'll, that'll <laughs> go forever. This will be a 50-part series starting now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and we'll give your arm a rest, Ian. So we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, Word. Cody, thanks so much for joining us, man. Yeah, man. Uh, appreciate it a lot. We bumped and into uh, the Fallout T-shirt last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, we'll be we'll <laughs> be around. We'll be at a luau tonight. So for sorry, sure. As I said, sorry, fans, you can't be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell you we'll all live stream it. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, as I said, Cody, thanks for coming. Yeah, uh, I've been here with Scott Thurlow. See you guys next time. Ian Manzer <laughs> and myself, Steve Ramosi, and uh, have a good one. Awesome, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, totally different format than what we're used to, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Thought it was a cool conversation. And, you know, any opportunity I have to school people on why Force Awakens is amazing and the prequels don't suck, I will take that opportunity. Uh, it was a pleasure. So those guys were awesome. I'm really glad that we linked up and they they wanted to record. Make sure you check them out too. The Lost Signals. Um just like us on all of your podcast player devices and on the web, on Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. So check them out. Um, and for anyone that's listening, don't forget we do have our Patreon up and running. Um, a dollar or more, a few Republic credits, some Dad Terry's you want to throw our way to help support the show. We would be more than happy to do that. Everyone that's on Patreon right now is getting some custom, some private stuff that isn't on the feed. Uh, some custom videos that are going only to Patreon. So there's only people that are going to see that. We've been adding some of the pa patrons little by little to our group text that we have with some of the other people that are have been on the show, Lord Kerner and Tommy Boy, and just our, our group of friends that nerd out and talk about Star Wars. So you can get access to that. You can get private calls with Mopar and myself, which we're going to start doing soon, and get some stickers. And then as we, uh, down the line, as we do merch and all that shit, we'll definitely make that available to patrons first. So so to grab that, it's just patreon.com slash rogue squad pod. Go over there, check it out, and we will catch you guys next week.